Growing a successful business that you love doesn't have to be difficult. You just need to master a few key principles, techniques and systems. Welcome to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, your go-to place to learn how to grow and scale your business and make it work for you. I'll be sharing with you how, as a busy mum of three, I've grown my own small but mighty Kids Activity business, starting from scratch in 2015 and transforming it into a highly profitable six-figure business that gives me the financial reward and time freedom to work just four hours a month. You'll hear how I did it, the highs and lows, the obstacles I overcame, and step-by-step strategies for how you can do it too. So if you want to fill up your classes, free up your time, and get more profit in your pocket, then you're in the right place. I'm Claire Attic, and you're listening to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Kids Activity Business Club podcast. My name is Claire Attic and today we are going to be talking all about how to outshine your competitors the authentic way. Have you ever felt that it feels like a really noisy and crowded marketplace out there? It feels like there's so many other kids activity businesses all shouting for attention. They may not be your direct competitor, but if you're sharing customers the same types of children and parents, then these are indirectly competitors of yours and trying to get your voice heard above them can feel really tricky. So how do you get noticed? How do you stand out from your competitors? Now, I've seen all sorts of tactics employed over the years. But there is one method that works consistently every single time. It's not about shouting the loudest and it's not about getting one over on your competitor. And it's not even about spending piles and piles of cash on social media marketing. It's so much more straightforward than that. Now, in this episode today, we're going to be talking about what you need to be doing to get noticed to be able to speak directly to your ideal customer, to allow you to be able to whisper in the crowd and still be heard. So I want to start with a quote. And this quote is by a gentleman called Buck Rogers, who worked at IBM. And he said, people buy emotion, then justify with logic. Let's think about that again. People buy with emotion and justify with logic. Now, this is true in any business, but perhaps even more so when it comes to parents who are buying classes for their children. Now, whether those classes are educational, developmental, perhaps you're creating experiences, opportunities, perhaps your classes will be able to open doors for children. That emotional connection is ever so important. Now, as a business owner of a kids activity business, you must be laser focused on building this emotional connection through the customer's entire journey. From the moment they first hear about your business, even before they're a customer, through the process of becoming a customer, staying a customer, and even when they stop being a customer, this emotional connection is ever so important. So what does this actually look like in your business? Now, before a customer even becomes a customer, there's a couple of techniques that you can be using to really start to develop that emotional connection with them right from the start. First of all, you need to learn how to talk their language. And by this, I mean use their exact words. Now, I personally found this really tough at first. 
I was brought up in a very traditional way with a very formal way of writing and communicating. And I realized as soon as I entered the entrepreneurial world, I had to override this and learn how to talk my customers' language, the words they were using, the expressions they were saying, the questions they were asking. Now, I work in the area of swimming, so teaching children and babies how to swim. And there is one example that sticks with me that illustrates this point ever so well. Now, when I first set up, I did a little bit of competitor research and noticed that some websites were talking about children being submersed under the water. Obviously, this is very formal language. Other websites were a lot more informal with it, talking about dunking or dipping. Now, I listened to my own customers and it was these latter words that were being used about the dunking and the dipping. And therefore, this is the type of language that I then chose to put on my own website to make sure that I was talking their language. Next up, you need to understand their pain points and desires. When I say this, I want you to get really deep with this one. It's not enough just to scratch the surface. An age-old example that illustrates this extremely well is the idea of going into a hardware shop to buy a drill. Are you really wanting to buy a drill? Now, unless you've got some strange fascination with drills and you like the colour and the features or whatever else, my guess is that you're not actually going into the hardware shop to buy a drill. Are you going into the hardware shop to buy a hole in the wall? Well, yeah, you might be. But again, it's unlikely that you're actually wanting a hole in the wall. What you're probably wanting is a hole in the wall so you can put a nail in it and then hang a picture. So are you buying the ability to be able to hang a picture? And again, I'd say try and go one step even deeper. I would argue that actually you don't just want any old picture up. You're actually buying a drill to put a hole in the wall, to put a nail up, to put a picture on the wall that will then give you some kind of an emotional response, whether that is a photograph or a picture that will give you some kind of positive feeling inside. So you're not really buying a drill. You're actually buying that positive feeling that you get when you sit down in your home and see that picture or that photograph. So let's take this back to the kids activity business world and think of an example. Let's say a parent's looking at buying cookery classes with their preschooler. Now, do they actually want their preschooler to learn how to cook? Let's go a little bit deeper with this one. Perhaps the parent's looking for some kind of shared experience to be able to make memories. Perhaps the parent just wants to be able to cook with their child without having to worry about the mess. Now, I know when I cook with my own preschooler, 10 minutes in the kitchen will result in about two hours of clearing up mess afterwards. So those classes really are worth their weight in gold. Perhaps they don't want to worry about the faff of buying all the ingredients. Perhaps they just after some recipes that are known to be an absolute hit with that age group without having to do lengthy research on the internet or go through some kind of process of trial and error. Perhaps they're just after something to kill an hour or so that's not dependent on the weather. Perhaps they're looking for a reason to leave the house. They want some kind of structure or routine to build their day around. Perhaps they're looking for an opportunity to meet other parents with kids around the same age. And perhaps they're looking to get ideas that they can replicate at home as a fun family experience. You can see here lots and lots of different reasons why a parent might want to buy those classes. And it's not necessarily that top layer to be able to learn how to cook. 
When I had my first baby in my year of maternity, I confess that I was one of those mums that tried pretty much every class on the market. Now, I know I'm not alone with this, especially when it comes to first kids. Sadly, my second and third haven't quite had the same experience, partly because they've got siblings in tow and life gets a lot more complicated with siblings, but also with my third partly due to lockdown. If I ask myself honestly why I signed up to so many classes, it comes down to two reasons, which looking back on them feel like quite crazy reasons. But this was the mindset I had when I had my first baby. The first reason was getting to spend time with my new mum friends. We would basically sign up en masse to some kind of class and then enjoy a very long coffee and chat afterwards. The class was almost the excuse to get us all together. The second reason was worrying that my daughter would fall behind if I didn't do the classes that everyone else seemed to be doing. You know, the ones that said in the marketing material that it was essential for their brain development, essential for their physical development, and so on and so on and so on. And a bit of FOMO and a bit of worry that I would damage my child by not doing the classes. Now, looking back on it, it all feels a bit ridiculous now, but... This just goes to show that you need to get into the minds of your ideal customer. What are they thinking? Talk their language, understand them and get your messaging on point. Now, once a customer becomes a customer, it's important to continue nurturing this emotional connection. As a small business in this industry, the best way to shine above all others is by offering outstanding customer service. Don't compete on price. Don't compete on how many skills you'll develop, how many classes or locations you cover. Hone in on that customer service. Why? Why is it so important? Now, giving them this exceptional customer service will make them feel special, that they matter, that they're not another number. The operational manager in my business is exceptional at this. She really does go above and beyond to give them a personalised experience. For example, if she notices that a child has skipped a couple of classes, she'll reach out to the parent to check everything's okay. This is generally really well received by parents. It's nothing probing. It's not chasing money. The classes are already paid for up front. It's just a genuine check that everything is okay. Now, obviously, this might not be possible for you. You need to think about your scalability. But how can you give that little bit extra something that they don't expect that will create a memorable, positive experience? Leave a sweet and lovely taste. Build that really strong emotional connection. So why is this all so key? Well, get this right and it doesn't just make your current customers happy. Yes, it definitely helps with customer retention and that's a huge bonus as selling to existing customers is so much easier than selling to new ones, but also so much more. Your customers will be happy customers. Happy customers are great for business. They'll tell their friends, you'll get more leads. Customer referrals and recommendations is my number one lead generation strategy in my business. They'll sing your praises. Social proof works wonders when you're trying to convert new leads, you know, getting people to sign on the dotted line. Think about the last time you bought something on Amazon. What was the first thing you looked at? If you're anything like me, how many reviews has it got and what rating has it scored? You want that proof that other people have bought your classes and that other people like them. This might sound like simple, straightforward stuff, but you will be surprised at how many businesses do not do this well. 
if you do it right, you really hone in on talking your customers' language, understanding your customers and being able to offer that exceptional customer service, then you are bound to outshine your competitors every single time. If you're loving the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, I want to invite you to register for my free workshop, How to Sell Out Your Classes. In this live 60-minute online workshop, learn what works and what doesn't when it comes to filling up your kids' activity classes. I'll be giving away some golden nuggets of information that will truly transform the way you think about making sales. Sign up now at claireattec.com forward slash fill up. That's claireattec.com forward slash fill up to save your seat. It's completely free and I can't wait to see you there. If you found today's episode useful, then please press the follow tab where you found this podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And don't forget to rate and review it too, as it will make all the difference in helping other people find it. Thanks for listening. Take care and bye for now.